0: Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers.
1: Um, I will touch on some Michigan topics of discussion in the recruiting world, but like I said, you guys can jump in. Um, If you're not part of the Wolverine, make sure to subscribe for $1 right now, so $1 gets you an entire year at thewolverine.com. But yeah, just like I said, hop in with any questions whenever you guys want to. Uh, The first thing I want to touch on, I was on the road this week at the Sound Mind Sound Body Showcase out in Wixom uh, over the weekend, had a chance to see a couple of in-state targets. Michigan commit Samaj Morgan. So we'll we'll start off with the in-state guys. Um, but I guess before we do, we have a request, and it is Haven Harris. Uh, all right, Haven, you uh, you're up first. I think we have to to get, give Haven some time to open up his mic. I think you're on mute, Haven. Oh,
2: sorry about that, EJ. All
1: good. What's up, man? Hey,
2: hey, thanks for taking me. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to you about this stuff. And thanks for doing the Twitter spaces. Really enjoy
1: it. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate you for hopping on and asking a question. Um. So I know everyone in To a Degree...
2: I'm not going to say rightfully so, but everyone's worked up about Dante or CJ. But we also had top like 10 or top 10 quarterback, at least Julian Sane, come in last week. I think it was, and it seems like we're exp- we've got the 24 board pretty expanded. Could you speak to that at all? Where you think that looks um, in case you know the two big in-state fish don't hit?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, it's a good subject to touch on. Um, like you said, Julian Sand came in for an unofficial visit. Um, big time quarterback out of California, potential five star kid. So, you know, he's definitely one that's very, very interested in what Michigan has to offer. I would say Michigan is in that top group, uh, probably in that top five early on. I think he's a real possibility. Um, he, he has some connections out to the Midwest. I think he he can return for for another visit and yeah i think the wolverines are major players with him you know they went on a spree where they offered some more elite level guys so julian Sain was one of them dylan rayola was another but right now i'm expecting dylan rayola to end up at ohio state uh, but one prospect they did offer in that flurry of 2024 quarterback offers was elijah brown at a modern day and it's always tough to pull modern day kids it's it seems like a bit of a feeder school to usc but i had a chance to see him live a couple of times last year when i was um out there seeing damani jackson and he's extremely impressive um i i thought he was one of the better sophomores that i saw all year so he's another name to know again a tough pool from modern day um but the guy i i'm really really love is michael van buren out of st francis in baltimore obviously michigan has a great pipeline going on at st francis having landed blake quorum nikai hill green Derek moore um you know biff podge's on staff obviously so i feel like michigan has a good connection already with van buren he visited last month uh i had a chance to catch up with him at the under armor camp in um in Baltimore not too long ago and he really really praised Michigan. He's had a, a or he had, he had a a great visit, he enjoyed his conversations with Matt Wise, spent a little time with Harbaugh, I had some time with Biff and some of the St. Francis guys, so I think that connection will definitely help. And Van Buren stock is, you know, going sky high. He just picked up an offer from Alabama, but I think with Michigan's connections, they'll always be in the mix. Um, you know, they they have an offer out to Michael Hawkins down in uh, Texas powerhouse Allen, and you know, I think Michigan was in there pretty early. And they'll have a chance to get him on campus here in the summer and maybe create some movement. He's a guy that's seeing his stock rise as well. I think he's a little similar to Van Buren. I saw him in in Dallas at that Under Armour camp. Um, and then, a, you know, a little bit further down the list is Isaiah Marshall, another in-state kid at Southfield. A little on the shorter side, has some mechanical work to do, but Michigan offered him as a middle schooler and he still has some pop to his throws. You yeah, had a chance to see him at the elite 11 camp in Ohio. So those are the guys they've offered in 24 outside of car and kind of just a, an overall picture of where Michigan stands.
2: Thanks, EJ. I guess my my final question, I'm sure you'll hit on Dante because how do we not hit on Dante? And every time there's a Michigan recruiting <laughs> discussion at this point on any side, um, but it, you know, I know that there's been a couple of reports from other places saying, you know, LSU and Notre Dame are now back in. Um, I just kind of like you keep preaching, I feel like the longer this goes, the better it is for Michigan and for him to stay
1: home. And I'll, I'll close with that. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for joining. Um, yeah, no, I mean, look, with Dante, we're going to talk about Dante every single week, but but right now, nothing's really changing with Dante. I think it's going to End up going until the end of summer. That's what his plan has been. I texted with Dante earlier this week. We really didn't talk too much about recruiting. He actually told me he had Whataburger for the first time in the state of Texas, but still preferred in and out. So that was kind of the gist of our conversation. So uh, you know, with recruiting, it's it's him taking some of these early official visits, like you mentioned, went out to LSU. He's at Oregon this weekend, uh, took an unofficial to Miami. So he he's genuinely interested in some of these out-of-state schools. Crystal Ball recruited him at Oregon before going to Miami. Obviously, Josh Gaddis is now at Miami. Um, Oregon's offensive coordinator has done a tremendous job with with dante lsu has brian kelly recruited him at notre dame so i think he he is interested i think dante is one of those kids um and i, I was actually talking to one of my coworkers about it dante could just spurn you know the Midwest schools and go to go to an Oregon or a Miami or an LSU I think he has that in him uh, but at the same time Michigan's always been that school I mean it's it's they they offered him as a seventh grader he's been there a million times he used to go to a summer camp there uh, for academics I mean Devin Gardner's his trainer uh, so there's a lot of Michigan ties with him a a lot of push, uh, for Michigan. I think it's become a little bit of a dull option just because he's so familiar with it. And there's so much like, Hey, when are you going to go to Michigan? You know, things, uh, things of that nature. Um, so I could, I could see a scenario where, you know, at the end of the day, he, you know, his heart stays at home and he does pick Michigan, but we still have a ways to go in this recruitment. I think with Dante, we could still see, some twists and turns, but, you know, right now he's, like I said, taking some of these early official visits. And I know he said he wanted to to take some downtime here in the next few weeks to get away from recruiting. Um, it looks like we have a request from Jordan Eggleston, but I can't admit you for some reason. Um, let's see if we can exit out some of these Notre Dame trolls. And if it'll let me, um, let me do it. All right, Jordan, you're on. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's going awesome. on, man? So I know we've,
2: as you've mentioned, and it's been talked about a lot. The recruiting's kind of been stalled, I guess, for lack of a better word, right now. So I'm curious if you think this is a situation where it's maybe we're we're waiting for one commitment, and then there you could see that be a snowball effect for some other guys to commit or is this a situation where we're going to have to get into the season get five six seven weeks in really rack up some wins and convince these kids that you know michigan's stable
1: and things are are here and trending in the right direction yeah i think michigan's always been at its best in the summer with official visits um you look at last year and i think michigan actually has more commits right now than they did at this time last year. Now they did have a a high profile class leader in Will Johnson at the time, which is a difference maker because Michigan really doesn't have that right now. You know, I think Samaj Morgan's playing his role and helping recruit, but you know, as much as I love Samaj and as much as he's respected in state, he doesn't have the high profile that Will did nationally. So I think that's kind of the difference. Um, but yeah, I think from a, from an overall standpoint, obviously, there seems to be a lack of momentum. And I definitely wouldn't dismiss that. I think Michigan had a tumultuous offseason, obviously, with Harbaugh and the NFL rumors and uh, the staff changes and everything that went on the last few months. Uh, I think Michigan can swing that back. They always do better later. So, again, this summer, the official visits are going to be key. Michigan's revamped its entire recruiting staff. Uh, I think Christina DeRuiter is someone we don't talk about a lot. Uh, but she has done a tremendous job in the Michigan recruiting department in terms of setting up these official visits, coordinating things. I think Albert Karshnya is a very detailed oriented person that's going to, you know, maybe even be an upgrade from Courtney Morgan in terms of planning out these official visits and making them personalized. But Michigan always knocks it out of the park with official visits. I think in the summer, when most of these recruits are taking their OVS, when when Jim Harbaugh becomes more involved and gets guys over to his house and has John Harbaugh come out to to talk to the recruits and things like that, I think that's when Michigan really makes its move and makes its push. And that's what happened last year. And of course, you know they they had a strong close on National Signing Day in December as well, landing some guys that you know weren't even in the mix. I mean, Keon Saab was obviously committed to Clemson. Darius Clemens had eliminated Michigan. So I think, you know, you just have to be patient, stay the course. I, I know it sucks because as a Michigan fan, you, you saw the season that Michigan had and you were expecting, you know, Michigan to just be on a roll, landing commitments on the recruiting trail. I kind of expected that as well. But, you know, we didn't see the, the crazy offseason coming either. So overall, you know, I think Michigan will get back on track in the summer. They'll close strong like they always do and you know it's april so so we'll see how it all turns out oh yeah absolutely you know people have a
2: tendency to panic and the sky is falling and then like you said it is april i was just curious to know if maybe it was
1: something where one commit might start off a chain reaction no yeah definitely i mean obviously if you can get a a dante Moore, a nicholas harbour or something like that i think that you know they they would be obvious class leaders and guys that would spark other commitments but you know with with Dante taking it late into the summer uh, with Harbor potentially taking it all the way to December um, you don't really have that guy that I think can lead the class uh, this cycle so I think that's kind of something that that's holding Michigan back a little bit is not having you know the the vocal guy like Will Um, but, but again, I think Michigan can, can regain that momentum, uh, in the summer with official visits, but appreciate you jumping on and and asking the question, Jordan. All right. It looks like we have a few other speaker requests, but I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to accept them because I think, uh, I think some of them are trolls. Um, but it does look like we have a, a dude with, uh, with a plankton, um, profile picture it says Michigan fanatic we will give it a roll. All right Michigan fanatic, hopefully you're not a troll, so what's up? All right. Um
0: do hey, man.
1: Have do you have a question.
0: Uh what do you
1: think about Dante Moore? <laughs> what do I think about Dante Moore at Notre Dame? Um yeah, so I I think that um I couldn't tell if this was a Notre Dame fan or not, so let's just roll with it. Um, Look, uh, you know, I think Notre Dame's done a really good job of recruiting Dante. Obviously, he's been high on the Irish. Uh, Notre Dame's been considered the leader for several months. Um, At the same time, I think Dante had every opportunity in the world to commit to Notre Dame on that last visit when I think a lot of people thought he would. He didn't. Obviously, something's holding him back there. Um, You know, I, I think... Tommy Reese, again, has done a really good job. I think the depth chart is favorable to to where Dante sees himself going in and potentially starting as a true freshman. You know, I think, I I don't know if Dante is necessarily a Notre Dame kid. I wouldn't really describe him as that. I think he can fit in anywhere. I don't think he fits the normal personality profile. Thank you.
0: Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today where Ann Arbor gets engaged Lewis Jewelers. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I also, you know, think that Dante likes more of that vibrant atmosphere. That's why he loves L.A. and going out west and everything. So I'm not sure South Bend is necessarily a fit either. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Notre Dame is is obviously still a threat, and we'll just see how how that recruitment plays out. Um, all right, looks like we have a few more requests, but it's not letting me bring you guys in. I don't, I don't really know what what's going on with spaces. Right now I, I know one is a clear Notre Dame troll uh, V to 4k you've you requested but it won't let me bring you in Let's go to Andy because I know Andy is, is a straight up Michigan fan So this will be a safe pick What's up Andy how are you man? EJ Hey man how's it going? What's up my man? Uh, nothing much appreciate you for
2: hopping on Oh yeah I'm just curious about running back recruiting do um, you think we would take another one and kind of let the cream rise to the top? Or do you think we're going to pretty much stick with what we got? Or, you know, is Cabana more of a gadget guy or is he going to be more of a
1: Blake Horam type, you know, just kind of curious what your thoughts are. Yeah. Now looking at the two running back commits right now, I think, you know, starting off with Benjamin Hall, uh, I wasn't a fan of taking him, this early at the same time my card's probably a better evaluator than i am so i think we kind of have to trust his judgment a little bit i mean he's one of the greatest running backs of all time he did a great job of identifying guys like hall at indiana so i think we can at least trust his track record um and when you look at hall when you look at his film one he plays really really good competition he just didn't get a ton of action last year for whatever reason you know only racked up I believe it was like 570 yards Uh, so not a ton of production at the high school level but I know North Cobb is a great program they consistently turn out D1 talent but when you look at his film you see kind of that Hassan Haskins mold Michigan's been looking for that power back throughout the springs obviously they had Tavier Dunlap uh, you know go through it during the spring game they moved Kalel Mullins back there I think Hall you know for for what he is you know a a three-star guy that not a lot of people are excited about i think he can fit that role um so you so he's a perfect complement to cole cabana who's more of that speedy guy that you can put in the slot that you can do a lot of things with uh maybe like not not necessarily an aj henning role Mm -hmm. where aj plays more receiver and you move him to running back i think Cabana is more of a running back that you put in the slot sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I think you can do kind of similar things with him. Obviously, when you run a 10-6, 100-meter like Cabana does, you find a, a place for that type of speed. But I, I, I don't think he's an every-down back, but I do think he his skill set can be utilized. Um, as far as a third back, you know I think the option's still there. I, I think you can look at a guy... Um, like a Jaden Lemar um, who Michigan has hosted twice, but right now I think Lemar is uh, leaning more towards Notre Dame. Uh, we'll see if Lemar still makes an official visit in the summer. Um, I know that that Hart has been evaluating some guys uh, so it's it's still a potential option um, but as, as of right now, I think they're pretty happy with the, the two backs they have, I, I think they would take a third back if it was the right back. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where things stand with 2023 running back. I think it's a little disappointing just kind of giving overall thoughts. Um, I think it's a little disappointing considering last cycle you landed a, a guy in CJ Stokes, who I think will be a good player and, and maybe I'll play his ranking a little bit. Um, but this cycle, I think Michigan needed to land kind of that higher end back. Um, and when you have you have Cabana, who's a you know a speedy guy, and you have Hall, who's a power guy, they, again they complement each other well. But you're still missing that elite back. You're going to be two cycles removed from Donovan Edwards by this time, you know next year. So that that's the only thing that really kind of concerns me about it. Right.
2: No, I'm just a little concerned with the short yards production because I think Haskins was as good as I've seen when it comes to short yardage carries, especially this last year. I wonder if Coram and Donovan get those carries, if they go with the bigger kid. Uh, name right now, the freshman from Texas. but um, Or if they, you know, even go orgy. In short yardage
1: out of a Wildcat-type package. Who knows? I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm more on the recruiting side of things. But, you know, you still have Donovan. You still have Quorum. You're, I think you're going to be fine. Uh, I think Kalel could do that. You know, I think Orgy, like you mentioned, could do that. I mean, you saw it in the spring game. Orgy's a tank. I mean, he's built. He's built so advanced for a freshman, right? Like, he just looks that part. So, I think Michigan will be fine. I, I think I'm more concerned after mm-hmm. Blake so where you just, where you only have one of those guys. I think this season will be fine. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it, Bob. But thanks, Andy. Yep. yep no problem. Uh, ben it looks like you are requesting but i can't admit you again i don't know what's going on with spaces tonight guys so sorry if you guys have tried to uh try to make some requests and i haven't been able to get you in um right now while we have a break in requesters like i said i just wanted to go back touch on uh some road takeaways from sound mind sound body uh i definitely wanted to get that in. um so yeah like i said i was at wixom for their showcase had a chance to see Samaj Morgan again. Uh Samaj picked up an offer from Purdue today. Um, but obviously nothing to worry about there. He's locked in with Michigan. He told me, you know, he's he's busy on leading the class. He's working hard on Dante Moore. They they've played seven on seven throughout the offseason. They're good friends. So I know Samaj is doing his best with Dante. He's also, working on teammate Amir Herring, uh, four star offensive lineman, visited on Monday. Michigan's long been considered the favorite there. Um, you know, as far as a player, I think Samaj was great. Again, I think he's had a really strong offseason. I think Samaj has been limited from a rankings perspective because of his size. I mean, he's about five foot nine and a half, but also because the track times don't match up to the football speed. When you look at him play football live in an actual football game or even at events like these, you see the speed. He can take the top off of defense. He can He's explosive. He's shifty in the open field. Um, but the track times don't add up. So I think that's something that's holding back Samaj from a rankings perspective. I know I've gotten that question a lot on the fort. Um, but I think he's a really good player. The, my favorite thing about Samaj Morgan is he has that dog attitude. And that's like... Such a cliche, overused word. Everybody's looking for dogs these days, whatever that means. But I think uh, Samaj kind of defines being a pit bull. Like he does everything angry. Like his, his, he runs routes angry. He has, he catches the, he attacks the football when he catches the football. He does that angry. He just plays angry, and he plays with a lot of swagger. You know, I, I just I think he's going to be a fan favorite at Michigan. I actually, you know, I was teasing him a little bit because he has the the, the big signature hair. Uh, sometimes he does the braids, and sometimes it's like the, the poofy afro. Uh, but he cut it, and I was like, man, Michigan fans aren't going to recognize you. And he he had the perfect response. He like, they're going to recognize me no matter what because of my play on the field. So I, I think Samaj is going to bring a lot. He's that in-state kid that bleeds maize and blue. Um, so he he's going to be a leader uh, and, and be kind of uh, in the same mold as, as his former teammate Donovan Edwards from a leadership standpoint and just the locker room standpoint. I think a lot of guys will gravitate towards Samaj. Um, also had a chance to see some of the in-state underclassmen during my time on the road. Um starting off with the twenty twenty-fours, uh, let's go ahead and, and hit on Jacob Odin out of Harper Woods. So Jacob's a guy that I really, really like on the back end as a as a pure safety. I would be interested in seeing him play some corner. I've never had a chance to to see him do that. He's always been kind of that deep safety guy in these seven on seven events. And I, I like Jacob, you know, he's about six foot, six foot one. Uh he's kind of added some really good weight so he's bulked up he has a little bit of a stocky frame he has decent length but the thing about jacob that really stands out is just his football iq his dad is the uh, head coach at harper woods rod odin and was a walk-on fullback at the university of michigan so he's a legacy recruit he understands the game well great natural instincts great ball skills so he checks all the boxes i think if odin was too two inches taller, three inches taller, um, he would be a five-star prospect. Right now, I would grade him as a top 150 prospect, which I think is is where most people have him at, um, but I think he's a safe take. And I think he was kind of a, considered a lob to Michigan early on, just because he's a legacy kid. He's also a 4.0 student Michigan. That's great academics. Klingscale offered him uh, really early, back when he was at Kentucky. So, You know, it it was just kind of assumed that he would end up at Michigan. Michigan State's done a really good job of recruiting him. He's visited schools like Notre Dame and Ohio State. So I think this race is is tightening up. Uh, I'm interested to see in what direction that recruitment goes. Um, I also had a chance to see Belleville linebacker Jeremiah Beasley. This is a kid that's really impressed me this off season. If we're talking about which in-state kid has caught your attention this offseason, it's Jeremiah Beasley. I had a chance to see him live in-game um, in the fall when I went out to see Aaron Alexander, who was a Michigan commit at that time, and Beasley impressed me more than Alexander. Um, and this offseason, he's really progressed. So Beasley's not, if you go to his on-three profile, he's not ranked right now, I think the biggest hindrance with with Beasley is height but I don't really care about height when I'm evaluating inside backers I mean he's six foot it's fine with me the thing about Beasley is he's fast he covers a lot of ground he's comfortable playing in space I've, I've said it before but to, you have to have speed and space to play in Michigan's defense not necessarily the offense um, but he plays side sideline to sideline well he covers the ground He's a guy that's extremely comfortable in coverage. He even played some cornerback in this tournament, which was really impressive. Uh, he's running the 200 meter for Belleville, and he's bulked up from, I, I want to say he was initially listed at 200 flat. He's bulked up to 212 pounds this offseason, and, and he looks thicker. He just I, I think he would be the perfect fit for this Michigan scheme as an inside backer problem is he has some michigan state connections he's a brother of malik Carr, who's a wide receiver for the spartans so i think michigan state may have an early edge with him um but michigan's working hard on him they had him on campus for a visit earlier this offseason um but I, I i really like what jeremiah beasley brings to the table again i've been super impressed with him uh another belvo kid 2025 quarterback bryce underwood you know, he works with Donovan Dooley, does a really good job of training quarterbacks, um, and, and running the offense for Sound Mind, Sound Body in their seven on seven program. Uh so I think Bryce has all the tools to be special. Five star talent. I mean, this is a kid that could be top ten in the country. Uh and and he's just kind of growing. Like I saw Bryce last year, I guess when he was thirteen. Um and he was just, you know, a, a little bit of a shorter kid. He was about six foot, but still looked physically impressive. Um, and you know, he's added three inches. He, he's added more, you know, muscle mass to his frame. Um, so I, I thought Bryce had a, a, a great weekend, and he's really been coming along this off season. And the, the no look pass that went viral. Uh, was pretty crazy. I didn't, if you guys haven't seen that, go, go look at my Twitter feed, but Bryce had a no look pass and I didn't even notice it. I was standing right behind him. And I got in my car to put it on, on Twitter before I left to drive back to Chicago. And I watched the clip and I was like, did he no look past this? And I slowed it down and it just looked unfair. He's just so much more physically mature than the rest of the kids. He already has a Michigan offer, a couple of other offers. He's an explosive uh, slot receiver that saw some time at defensive back. He'll be a high school quarterback just because he's the most dominant athlete on the field. I won't spend too much time on Sadler since he's so young and it's so far away, but I love him. I, like I said, I think he's the next uh, potential five-star out of the state of Michigan. Um, so that kind of recaps my time at the uh, Sound Mind, Sound Body Showcase.
0: I appreciate you guys.